Welcome to Behind the Mic with Audiophile Magazine. I'm Robin Witten, founder and editor of Audiophile, and with me is Michelle Cobb, publisher of the magazine, to help share our list of the best audiobooks of the year. Hello, Michelle. How are you? Good. Always glad to be talking about more great audiobooks. Well, you know, with 50 audiobooks chosen as best audiobooks of the year, it's hard to do each one justice. I do think that the podcasts we're doing give you very specific recommendations, but also an overview of each of the nine subjects. For anyone listening, all the details are in our show notes. And of course, audiophilemagazine.com has the complete lists and the sound clips. So today we're going to share the best mystery and suspense audiobooks. Here we go. Dark Sacred Night by Michael Connolly, read by Titus Welliver and Christine Lakin. We did a podcast episode on that just a few weeks ago, so do look for it. Lethal White by Robert Galbraith, read by Robert Glenister. There's also a podcast episode on that one. So we've been hitting all the top titles early on. The next is The Other Woman by Daniel Silva, read by George Guidel. And I have to say, we did this podcast early in September, and it's been probably one of our most popular ones. We also have The Day of the Dead by Nietzsche French, read by Beth Chalmers. And we have a podcast episode of that, too. Those are covered, but I think we have a couple more, Michelle, that you're going to tell us about. Yes, we'll be highlighting two more mystery audiobooks today. First up is Kingdom of the Blind by Louise Penny and read by Robert Bathurst. And this is from the Inspector Gamache series. And of course, the author Louise Penny is incredibly popular. This is the 14th book in the Three Pines outing. And interestingly, you'll understand more when I talk about the other book, it deals with someone being named executor of a will. So we have someone who has passed away and we have a will and everything becomes really complicated. And strangely enough, the other book I'll talk about has something very, very similar. Let's hear a little bit of Robert doing his Inspector Gamache. And it kind of sets up the whole story in this clip where he's received a letter and something mysterious is going on. Turning away, he stared at the letter he'd received the day before, lying open on the passenger seat. Putting on his reading glasses, he rubbed his face and read it again. It was an invitation of sorts to this desolate place. He turned off the car, but didn't get out. There was no particular anxiety. It was more puzzling than worrisome. But still, it was just odd enough to raise a small alarm not a siren, yet, but he was alert. Armand Gamache was not by nature timid, but he was a cautious man. How else could he have survived in the top echelons of the Sûreté du Québec? Though it was far from certain that he had survived. He relied on and trusted both his rational mind and his instincts. And what were they telling him now? They were certainly telling him this was strange. But then, he thought with a grin, his grandchildren could have told him that. Oh, you know, I do like Inspector Gamache and that curious village of Three Pines. 
Lots of fun. Great listening. And what's next? The Death of Mrs. Westaway by Ruth Ware, read by Imogene Church. And this is the tale of a fortune teller and, dun-dun-dun, a mysterious will. So our editors really like these uh, mysterious will books this year. And the main character, Hal, is in a bit of financial trouble when she gets a mysterious letter. And in this letter, she's told that she is the beneficiary in her late grandmother's will. But her only known grandmother is long dead. However, she needs the money, so she is going to pursue this a bit more. And uh, there's lots of interesting and fun moments and characters in this particular book. And let's hear, since it's mystery category, let's hear a little bit of a spooky moment in the book, which is befalling Hal. She scooped up the junk mail in the dim light filtering in from the street, doing her best in the darkness to pick out the letters for the other tenants, and then began to climb up to her own attic flat. There were no windows on the stairwell, and once she was past the first flight, it was almost pitch black. But Hal knew the steps by heart, from the broken board on the landing to the loose piece of carpet that had come untacked on the last flight, and she plodded wearily upwards, thinking about supper and bed. She wasn't even sure if she was hungry anymore. But the fish and chips had cost £5.50, and judging by the number of bills she was carrying, that was £5.50 she couldn't afford to waste. Oh, Michelle, that's great. I do like my mysteries British. <laughs> <laughs> you and many, many people. <laughs> that's great. Thank you. This has been Behind the Mic with Audiophile Magazine. Behind the Mic is supported by Achette Audio. And check out our website at audiophilemagazine.com for thousands of audiobook reviews. And if you want to join us on social media, you'll get access to free giveaways from partners like librofm.com, audiobooks.com, and downpour.com. Thanks for listening. This is Robin Witten. Thank you.